Today's show is sponsored by Action247.com, Tennessee's only sports book by Tennesseans for Tennesseans. And what can I say? Selection Sunday has happened. The tournament is upon us. You know that Action247 is going to have a lot of deals, a lot of codes to use, but you should use code DADS100. They will match up to half of your first deposit up to $800. So if you deposit $800, they will match $400 of it. If you use code DADS100, make sure you're going on their site. Make sure you're going on their social and check out what's going on, what the specials are for that day to, to bet for the tournament and everything else going on. We know baseball is coming up again soon. Basketball is going on. Hockey's going on. Soccer's going on. There's so much going on. Get in on the action. At action247.com, use code DADS100. Today's show is also sponsored by Orca Coors. And you know what season it is right now? It's dad season. And it is dad season year-round. Because if you use code DAD season, you'll get 20% off your whole order at Orca Coors. That is the collegiate coolers they have right now. The tumblers. All the other great coolers they have. All the other awesome tumblers they have. They have a whiskey barrel tumbler. They come out with seasonal tumblers. You never know what they're going to have. Lots of cool stuff over at orcacoolers.com. Be the envy of dads everywhere with their roto-molded coolers. And awesome 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 products so go ahead and use code dad season you'll save 20 percent. tell them we sent you last but not least today's show is sponsored by distilleryproducts.com if you are a store a distillery a bourbon group or maybe you're a podcast like us go ahead and go to distilleryproducts.com they have wholesale pricing some of the best in the whole entire biz and you can get laser etched glassware at those wholesale prices they also have awesome swag they partnered with mirrors so there's some cool tumblers and things that you could put your logo on go see the crew see carson see janie vicky the whole family over at distilleryproducts.com that's bullshitting with the old man today oh god also obviously some folks may have picked up by now that we have a close group of friends john and i do that affectionately refer ourselves as the asshole group because <laughs> genuinely most of us are toward each other so I'm talking to dad about various things and he's complaining about, yeah, I gotta get some lab work done. I tell you what, boy, this it's just being tired half the damn time. It's just getting old. I'm like, well, dad, you are old. <laughs> they say that's what comes with it. You get tired. Well, you don't think I know that? And you think I want you to rub that in my damn face right now? You think that's what I wanted to hear? Well, dad, you know, I was just trying to help point out the obvious, you know, not to feel too bad if you feel tired and old at 70. I got to go. I got better shit to do than hear this from you. Bye. <laughs> they don't like it when you start giving them shit. <laughs> like when you're old enough to really give them shit, they don't like it. Oh, man, I'm laughing so hard. I'm kind of like swerving across the lanes of the road. Like, got that old man good today. I think the funnier thing is when Sophie was like, oh, you can't fit in the car like that because you're so fat, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would love to be a fly on the wall. everyone my name is john edwards with me as always is zeke baker and together we make the dad trick of bourbon wherever you are whatever time it is thank you for making us a part of your day hey buddy how are you sir i'm good now this may or may not come out let me look at this let me look at the calendar here so this is going to come out before saint patrick's day but 
you are going to be at Morgan Wallen on St. Patrick's Day. And yeah, there's no way that we're going to get together on St. Patrick's Day and do something. So we're recording this in advance. And that is because Kentucky Owl... This might be a short episode. We're just getting to it. We're just getting to this one. There's not a lot of fluff. We've put a lot of fluff in some recent episodes. We'll get there again, but uh, it's going to be spring break next week. We're trying to get ahead. Kentucky Owl is announcing the the release of its St. Patrick's limited edition bourbon whiskey in celebration of the longstanding ties that connect Irish and Kentucky whiskey making. Known for sourcing rare aged Kentucky bourbons and blending them together to create Unique limited run batches, the Kentucky Owl St. Patrick's Limited Edition features carefully selected barrels of Kentucky bourbon blended through Irish eyes. For this special release, Kentucky Owl Master Blender John Rea partnered with Louise McGuane, Ireland's first modern whiskey bonder and founder of J.J. Corey Irish Whiskey. Irish whiskey bonding is a way of blending that was commonplace during the 19th and 20th centuries when most Irish distilleries produce whiskeys for bonders to age, blend, and bottle. When the Irish whiskey industry collapsed in the 1930s, bonding faded away until McGuane began resurrecting the tradition again in 2015. So both of them together, they tasted the casks. Then again, through multiple blending variations, the result features Kentucky straight bourbons aged 4 to 11 years, with some rich caramel notes and vanilla from rare older bourbons, spice and fruit from higher rye bourbons, and sweetness and citrus from weeded bourbons. This project extends beyond this release as these chosen Kentucky Owl barrels will be transported to Ireland for McGuane to fill with future releases of Irish whiskey. This is the second Kentucky Owl release under Rhea, who previously served as Four Roses Distillery Chief Operating Officer, where his responsibilities included quality control, maturation, evaluation, and product blending. He was inducted into the Kentucky Bourbon Hall of Fame in 2016 and served as chair of the Kentucky Distillers Association Board of Directors. This is going to come out at 100 proof, 50% ABV, 135 is the MSRP. It will be available through a limited number of fine retailers across the brand's national distribution footprint. So does this have Irish whiskey in it or not? No, because it was blended in an Irish style. So that's the thing that when we get to the notes, I find the most interesting is there's no Irish whiskey in this. This is all bourbon, but it was blended by an Irish whiskey blender. So there's styles of blending? I guess. I'm learning something new. I'm intrigued, but I mean, unless it's like temperature related, I I can't imagine the order you, you pour them in would matter. I mean interesting i don't know i mean i'm learning something new every day so it is kind of neat too the word bonding you know here the states that is you hear bond bonded maybe not bonding but either way it makes you kind of think of something right you know the bottle and bond act those requirements etc i'm not gonna go through them all it's kind of one of those uh i feel like words to where our, our side of the pond versus theirs confused pretty easily even though you're talking about the same subject agreed and bonded makes me think of a bonded warehouse stuff like that well and then to throw this out at a hundred proof hmm <laughs> it gets even more confusing damn it a hundred percent it does <laughs> you know it's just kind of weird on the eyes like you look at it and I assume most people are probably like you and I are our friends. They half-ass read anymore. And bond, hundred proof. Yep. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. That's what this is. Then you're like, oh, wait, hold on. It says something about Irish. Did I get Kentucky bourbon or I get Irish whiskey? Or did I get both? What in the hell is this? <laughs> 
it's kind of like a blend or the two whiskeys have been bonded together. Well, you rattled off three different mash bills, right? I thought you said a, a traditional high rye and a wheat. You're right. I did. And it is age four to 11 years, rare older bourbons, higher rye bourbons, and weeded bourbons. So there's some variation in here. I paid attention halfway for once. You know, 50% is better than zero. <laughs> what do you think about this whiskey? So tasting through this uh, St. Patty's Day edition Kentucky Owl, at first I thought it was maybe youthful in a sense. Then, I mean, it gets very creamy, I thought. That was the biggest thing I noticed. And I feel like normally um, you're more of the the, the texture guy and, and feels kind of thing. I'm all about the feels. Oh, I thought it was all about the gains and the gym. And the pace. Which... I, I did see your your story throughout the other day about you know what I may or may not say you really do at the gym. And all I'm going to say, and sorry for the distraction and sidebar here, is I thought it was kind of maybe funny or coincidental that the next picture you have is from the back. Could have been anybody. I didn't see Edward's face. I didn't see anything identifiable. Who knows who that was on like that lat or row machine and, and lifting that weight? Because I didn't see any proof, bud. Are you kidding me? Like, that's literally what you're going to go with? You can't look at that. You can't see those calves and realize that was me. Hey, man, I'm just saying that wouldn't hold up in a court. I I don't know. I even turned to the side. You could see it's my face. I'm going to send you a screenshot where I'm turned to the side at one point. See who remembers this and what they remember. We'll see. Uh, At any rate, back back to the story here. Um, After the creaminess there, I thought that it had a, a good and heavy spice that moved in. and the creaminess really seemed to exacerbate that spice. It wasn't really like hot and sensitive spicy, but I guess the fact that it was so creamy, it just really hit a ton of receptors and and things in the palate, that kind of scenario. At times it did seem kind of chalky to me. I'm not really sure what the culprit was there. And then it closes back out with the spice on the back of the tongue. Um, Again, it wasn't like a hug or a big burn. I think it was almost just literally that the creaminess makes it almost like a a vehicle so to speak and and that's the note that you just pick up more than you probably normally would because it just hits every single spot of the mouth really i'm just so surprised about how irish this feels like it's bourbon i'm not saying that it's not bourbon and i know you gave a lot of good notes and i could but like the thing that that it's thick and creamy but it's also thinner like an irish whiskey if that makes sense like it's both there the mash bills are not higher in barley. There's nothing about this that's higher in barley, but it feels like it has, like, what's that one stop gap that goes from an Irish whiskey to a bourbon? And it would be this. Like, there are characteristics in both that I get from this pour. And I think I'm more amazed than anything. Like, I'm not sitting there going, okay, I get this note, I get this note, I get this note. I'm like, how the shit did they do that? It's got me going. Similarly, because when I tasted this, again, you know, I just had some samples from John, so I didn't have any press release or anything to go on. And I'd seen emails, but obviously I don't pay a ton of attention half the time. I literally thought to myself, oh, and I remember reading whatever I happened to see in the email about, you know, somebody being involved with this, a different distillery, Irish whiskey. I literally thought, hey, they blended some Kentucky bourbon with some Irish whiskey. And, you know, it's kind of interesting. But I, I'm with you. I, I thought it had enough notes to carry that narrative in my mind, really. And now that it doesn't, I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's almost the uh, been a whole lot cooler if you did. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I still think it's cool. Like to me, it's cool because I don't know how they did it with the bourbon. Like this is just bourbon and somehow they made it taste like that. That's the thing for me that I am just, I am astonished. They're shock and awe for something that is a conversation piece at 135 bucks. I understand that is kind of the standard pricing now for Owl. If you think about where their rye falls, yeah, their their regular releases of Owl have kind of come in more around 300, but a lot of those Kentucky Owl ryes, the confiscated, things like that, they come in around this range. The Wiseman is lower and that's their shelfer, but I they, they kind of have the precedent. It's hard to go hard at the paint at them on the price because this is kind of the established price for this kind of stuff from owl like little wayne said men lie women lie numbers don't they've got the numbers of sales now to have the data to know all right this is a good spot where we can move our products and obviously it's not an msrp i think anyone loves but it does in an interesting spinoff come in at a point to where secondary doesn't really move the needle so much and if it's a product you want to get, you can get it from a non-liquor store. If you're in an area where it's not distributed or, or miss it because it's a LTO, and you're probably going to pay about the same, which, I mean, it's kind of a weird way to look at it, but it's a win, right? If you want to get one, I mean, that's better than stuff that's three, four, five times the markup. And, you know, even if it's worth it, so to speak, no one likes paying double, triple, quadruple, whatever, you know, it just mentally it pisses you off. Totally agree. And it's kind of like the Masters Keeps. Masters Keeps from Wild Turkey fall in this category for me. You're never going to see a Masters Keep that really is going for double its value on secondary. It is something that you're going to pay 150 to 175 for at the store, but it'll be, you, you have a good chance of finding one. And if you're willing to pay the money, you're going to get one. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest in today's world. I'm sure there's somebody at every company or somebody's that have access to boards. They see things. They know what the market is. I mean, can you blame a business for selling a product that they know sells regularly for more versus taking the data and applying it and saying, all right, well, here's probably the sweet spot of where we'll still sell everything out. But it, it the folks that want to get it can, regardless of how they get it. And also, we're not leaving money on the table as a business because I mean, sure, none of us as consumers like to pay more, but inversely, if you're running the business, you're leaving money on the table, you're not doing a good job. And they really established themselves quick. I mean, I, I think it's a lot of the work that Dixon did with the brand, but it is a luxury brand. It's not even their their shelfer is a $60 shelfer. Like it is one of those brands that's a higher end brand. They've done a good job marketing it that way. That is really all marketing. It is ultra premium exclusive and in the release you could tell this is well crafted this is something that's really good that's put together it's got good mouthfeel it's got a unique taste it's got us talking you know i i don't think it's for everyone you know especially for you i know what you're gonna say that you're not the biggest irish whiskey guy you're not the biggest scotch guy not saying that irish whiskey tastes like scotch there is a distinct difference but zeke doesn't really like going outside of his whiskey wheelhouse i still think even for someone like zeke this is something if y'all are curious go have it at a bar because you're not going to have too many pours like this where it's got those characteristics of both an irish whiskey and a bourbon to that i mean i would say i again i thought this had some irish whiskey you know bonded or blended or folded in there with it uh, it definitely has some attributes towards that. And I guess my only other thought would be if it wasn't a hundred proof and it was at cask, 
that ride kick. Ooh, that'd be like, uh, you know, standing behind a horse. <laughs> Pow. Well, and I also have to think the hundred proof does a good job at maybe getting those Irish whiskey characteristics in there because it, that, you know, if it was too high proof, I think that would get muted out and it would taste more like a bourbon. I think proofing it down actually did more to bring out some of that lighter notes to it. Quite possibly. I mean, I, I definitely can't disagree, but it's still creamy as can be to being diluted to some degree. I mean, that's pretty strong. Really agree. So enjoy it. Have a good point. Have something next to it. It's good crack. You know what's lined up for St. Patty's Day and beyond that weekend. Who who knows? Zeke's drinking Miller Lights on St. Patrick's Day. Wearing a, a trucker hat, drinking Miller Lights, watching Morgan Wallen. You have fun, my friend. Thank you to Kentucky Owl for sending us this whiskey. It's definitely worth a try. If you like Irish whiskey and bourbon, it's worth getting a bottle. It's one of those things that if you like that, both of those notes and and both of the taste of those whiskeys, this could be your jam. If not, there's other great Kentucky Owl products out there. Go ahead and find us on Facebook at Dad's Drinking Bourbon, Twitter at Bourbon Dads, Instagram at Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Please leave us an open and honest review, just like we leave open and honest reviews about the whiskey we drink. Where else can the folks find us, Zeke? I mean, St. Patty's Day, I'll be down there chasing that neon rainbow, most likely. Enjoy. Cheers. Ciao. Ciao.